right, welcome back to another episode. And this time it's actually an intro to a YouTube clip that I uploaded. So it is not going to be a brand new recorded episode. This is going to be the raw file with just the audio. So as always, link in the show notes if you want to go watch uh, that clip or any other clips that I have there. Now, also because I am posting this podcast after I released the clip, it's actually good um, because I can intro this whole thing with which just added information. Basically, when I released the clip, I thought by saying that this is a subjective uh, point of view and opinion that it would cover all the things that come with my uh, point of view. But of course, as things are with the internet, some people uh, don't watch the clip and then they just comment. Some people misinterpret, some on purpose, some not. And it's important to, again, reiterate that whatever I'm saying it's just my perspective, and it doesn't take away anything from Janet Chan's perspective or anybody else that works at any other company. This is just my point of view, and it's what my intention was is to be a yes and. Like what she is saying is correct and right, especially because it's her experience. You can't take that away. I can't say she is wrong because it is her experience. So my intention was to, to add to it where... Because the thing is, she works in TV, and I don't, right? She does storyboards. I do animation. And to me, saying subjective, I thought that that would cover it. But of course, I'm aware also of the baggage of she releases something as a woman of color, and I'm releasing this as a straight white male. And I understand the optics and how that can come across as mansplaining. And again, this was not intention. That being said, it doesn't matter if it's intention or not. If people are reading into the clip as a yes, but instead of a yes, and that I intended to, then I failed. So for me, it's a good learning experience to be more careful in my wording and how I present my clips, but it's also live and learn, and it's definitely a learning experience for me. So I'm going to leave you now with the clip. And again, show notes has a link to the YouTube clip and my channel in general. All right, welcome back. And today's topic is why did I not quit the animation industry? And why am I bringing this up? Cartoon Brew posted a clip with the headline, a former Disney storyboard artist explains why she quit the industry in disgust. And this is about Janet Chan and her posting about why she quit Disney. And I thought that was an interesting and very important subject. And my classes at the Academy just started and usually in class one and swapping into even the second class. I talk about kind of the do's and don'ts and kind of the pitfalls about the industry, a bit more of an honest approach about what is going on and what you should do to prepare yourself and what she laid out is all very true very valid but also very subjective and all kind of depends on where you're at and what industry and what position and all that good stuff but i want to go through all the points and give you my very subjective two cents but again i think it's a very important subject that every student should research and really look into before applying at different companies and heading into an industry that is very high stress a lot of hours and where not everything is really tailored towards your creative needs Again, depends where you're at. So her first point was the executives have poor creative judgment. And she lays out an example of we can't draw angry eyebrows anymore. Now, executives having poor creative judgments, you're always going to have someone with poor creative judgment. And sometimes that creative judgment is poor. And sometimes it's subjectively poor. But sometimes you think this is not right. And then when you're done and you watch the movie, it's like, oh, yeah, this makes more sense. Now that I see the whole thing, this was the right call. But will you be faced with people who are just giving
giving you notes because they're in a room and they feel like they got to give out notes because they are in a room and they're getting paid. And if they don't say anything, it looks like they're not doing the job. Yes. And again, you might be in a company where this happens a lot and you might be in a company that's maybe smaller and more creative with a more intimate team and you won't have any of that. Or you might. I mean, it's really a bit of a crapshoot. You don't quite know what kinds of people you'll be dealing with. But yes, I think this is a valid point and she's right, but not all of them. And there are some executives that have fantastic creative judgment. So again, with all of her points, these are all valid and especially to her because that was her experience and that's why she quits. But I do want to give you the flip side and it's not always like that. Networking is king is the next one. It's not about how good you are. It's about who you know in order to keep climbing that corporate ladder. It's more beneficial for you to form alliances or clicks rather than to be good at your job. Yes and no. Ultimately, you can't be horrible at your job and just rely on networking. You won't get very far. You might climb some ladders, but it's not going to be very high. Ultimately, you still have to perform and you have to show that you can do something. That being said, is it going to be helpful to know certain people? Yes, especially as a student. If you have a relationship or at least some contacts with professionals who can vouch for you might be facilitated by that versus just being a quote unquote nobody sending out your real to company and hoping to get hired. At the same time, a lot of people have been hired like that as well. So again, yes. And no, is networking helping you? Absolutely, and I recommend it to all of my students. Go to CTN, go to SIGGRAPH, talk to people, put your things online on Twitter, Instagram, and network, and put your work out there and see kind of what the response is. So yes, you definitely have to network. But is it more beneficial to do that than to be good at your job? That's what she experienced, so yes. In my experience, no. Does networking help? Sure, but does it also help to be really good at your job? Yes, for sure. I think it's both. If you're really good and you know how to network, that's going to be very beneficial. Now, professionalism is sidelined. Unqualified people fail upwards while many talented people are passed out for promotion and ignored. Yes, absolutely. That being said, I think that's every industry. Now, I have only my experience, so this is just me guessing, but you are dealing with people and some people are just not qualified or they have a certain work ethic where you're like, really? Why would you say or do that? And then suddenly you see they have a promotion and that promotion can be there for many reasons that you're not aware of. Some good, some bad, like who knows? But yes, you are going to deal with people who compared to other people, you might think they're not as talented. Why did they get this? Why did other people that you know that are really talented not get that? Yes. So again, I agree. Is it going to be just at Disney TV in her job? No, it's going to be everywhere because you are going to deal with people and egos and favors. Is it good? No, but this is something that you just have to be ready for and you have to be aware of this that when you start in this kind of industry, animation industry, any kind of industry with people and where there's a corporate structure where you have at least a career ladder that you can climb on towards at English fails me, you are going to deal with this. Toxic behavior is rife. Oftentimes people are only kind to you if you're of value to them. So if you're on the lower rung of the totem pole, you're treated like dirt. Again, that's something that she experienced, so it is valid. So to her, yes, absolutely true. Have I experienced this? No, not personally. That being said, every now and then people have their own ways and their own lanes and whatever happens to them on that day, you might be treated differently from Monday versus Tuesday. But yes, I mean, there is going to be a spectrum where some people treat you awesomely and other people treat you badly. And yes, it is valid. This is true, especially in her case. But is it everywhere like that? No. Is it worse at some companies? Yes. Again, something you have to be aware of and consider. And so whenever you apply somewhere, research that company, research their culture, look at the history and the comments. I mean, don't go on glassdoor.com and just read negative comments because whenever someone gets laid off or fire, whatever, there's going to be a certain 
slants to their comments and not everybody will agree with that but still do research and look at all the pros and cons at whatever company you want to work for the working environment is dull and bureaucratic at the end of the day it is a monday nine to five office job where i sit in my cubicle all day at my computer or i have meetings about having meetings this is something i talked in depth about uh in my class yesterday and she is kind of right and again it really depends is it dull and bureaucratic it kind of depends i mean at the end of the day is it a month mundane it really depends you might be working at disney and it's horrible for you and it's boring and it's not really what you expected because you were looking for something else and it's not the creative fulfillment you were looking for 100 percent, totally valid absolutely to me not mundane at all now i don't work at disney i work at a different company that is owned by disney and it is not mundane at all so again there's always a spectrum to her it was totally true for me not true at all i'm surrounded by props and stormtroopers and bb-8 and they change the costumes and i work on movies that have been part of my childhood and it's fantastic every day it's fantastic and i laugh and it's awesome so again there's a spectrum that being said nine to five office job yes it's actually nine to six nine to seven if you take a break also sometimes monday through saturday i mean no there is more to that but it is an office job you are going to an office and where i sit in my cubicle actually i love cubicles because then you can dress them up posters and plants and toys and you make your own little little you know playground so to speak because you want to have fun and you're going to spend more time at work than at home so you better make it your second home in her case it was mundane and you felt like it was an office job again totally valid and for some people it is like that for sure for some people it's not like that at all it also depends if your work environment fosters that creativity in your workspace can you put up things can you put up posters can you put up can you decorate it and make it your own again some companies will be yes some companies will be no and then you have to decide well is this something that's really working for me where i have to go there the flip side though because she quit and created her own business and i i look at this in terms of because i'm also looking always at games and you you read all those stories about indie games where people get burnt out because they work from home but because of that it's not a set mundane nine to five job it's because you get up you work on your game you go to bed then you get up again you work on your game there's never really you never really turn off your brain there's a lot of burnout because of it and i think that's to me the flip side and the good thing about the nine to five office job is because you get up you take a shower get ready commute hopefully the commute is not too long and get there and then that's your space you work there when you're done you get home and you can turn off your brain and it's that work-life balance and if you do things only from home just got to be very careful that it's that you have that work-life balance so and again that really depends if you have for instance an office space do you have an extra room to just work there you know depending on your situation your financial situation maybe you can't and then you have to make an extra step to i'm going to sit here work take a break take a lunch break and be done by six or seven and have a life outside of what i want to work on of course sometimes you're really passionate and then it bleeds into the evening and but again it's very it's tricky where you might be on your own with your own business or at home and then you got to be really disciplined to not have your work be your whole life and that to me is the flip side about a nine to five office job is it is structured and that gives you the i'm going to go to work area and then i'm going to go home area where do you have that balance now i have meetings about meetings yeah i mean in a corporate environment you're going to have meetings and you're going to have meetings about meetings and sometimes you see that you're like really do we really need that meeting it could just send an email at the same time i personally i like it i mean i don't always like it sometimes you really feel like i prefer to be at my desk right now and animate but sometimes you just got to take breaks and you also get to see people because the danger is also that you are in your cubicle and that's all you have you never interact with anybody else and then having a meeting you also get to know people from other departments again pros and cons the industry isn't honest about all this there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a corporate job it's just i wish my school the recruiter 
recruiters, the studio itself told me what I was walking into. 100%. Absolutely true. There's nothing wrong with a corporate job. Some people love it, some people flourish, and some people hate it. But she is right that you see a lot of times advertisements where, hey, you know, do this and you'll be an animator in six months. No, it's going to take a lot longer. It's a lot of hard work. Do the schools, whatever, online or brick and mortar like the academy, make enough of a point of what happens once you graduate? To be honest, I don't think so. And I'm very honest about my, in my first class about what you're walking into and you get a lot of stares like, really, man, that sounds horrible. And it can be. I just want to give you kind of an exaggerated projection of what it could be. And in her case, it was so bad that she quit after four years. I didn't quit and I've been working for 16 years. So this is the spectrum. Hers, horrible, quits. Mine, awesome, still doing it. So you're gonna fall somewhere in between. And in some cases, it's gonna be worse. Some extreme cases where it's gonna be worse than what she experienced. In some cases, much, much better than what I experienced. Of course, there is. there are even bigger extremes. But yes, should people talk more about this? Yes. Might there be ramifications if you do? Yes, there are many reasons why people say things and don't say things. So for instance, when I have a new class and I ask the students, are you aware of what happened years ago with the wage collusion? And most people, I would say 99% say no, they don't know. And then I point them to Cartoon Brew and then you can see what goes on behind the scenes and the corporate meddling and you know, bring your wages down. And there's all, this, this is an industry that is looking for a ton of profit. This is a lot of like a billion dollar industry that coupled with creative people and ambitious people and egos i mean this is a recipe for all kinds of dirty behavior and toxic behavior and at the same time also a massive pool of creative people who will lift you up and fulfill all kinds of dreams and you're gonna have a really good time so why am i making this video you need to read this you need to research this and if you want to work in this industry research your side that you're interested in is it games is it tv is it feature animation is it vfx whatever it is you can't just oh i want to be an animator and then think that once you graduate, you're going to get a job right away at the top company and it's going to be awesome there. There are going to be many, many hurdles and some things are going to push you back. Some things are going to really discourage you. That might be a motivation to you or it might drive you to quit. But my point is that there is a spectrum. This is true. This is valid. For me, most of it not true and I flourish and I, I, to me it's awesome. As I always tell my students, every day for 16 years I laugh. Yes, sometimes you have tough moments and stress and deadlines and clients or oh, what's going on here and or you did an awesome shot and the shot gets cut. Of course, there's there are also negatives, but as a whole, it was a dream come true for me and every day I laugh. I talk with people, I talk about things that we're interested in. We have sometimes lunch together if the time permits. You work sometimes on awesome work that you just can't believe that you're actually animating this. You see this on the Big screen. I mean, again, the spectrum is wide. So I had a really good experience. That doesn't mean that everybody will. And that doesn't mean that it invalidates what she went through. Not at all. So look at this research this, maybe contact her and just be aware of there is a spectrum of horrible, I'm going to quit and awesome, I'm going to continue. And you might fall somewhere in between. And I really hope that you don't fall in the extreme other side. And I hope that you fall into the other end where you do create a short and get an Oscar for it and hopefully create even more projects and take on bigger projects and bring your friends with it and flourish. And I mean, there is there is a pretty wide spectrum to this. But I definitely agree with what you said at the end. People don't talk about it enough. So be ready, research search, know that it's not all awesomeness like you see in the making of. There is always a darker side to everything. So be ready, be prepared. And it's tough and it's a tough industry and it can be tough long hours. It's a long road to becoming better as an animator. There's a lot of practice involved, also practicing while you have an actual job. So it's not easy and it's constant work. Do I love it? I do. Some people don't. So look out where you fall and good luck. I mean, that's all I wanted to say. So research this and whatever you're going to do, be careful, be awesome, have fun with it and good luck.